When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey there, listener. Welcome to the Deep Share Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Rouse. And for the last couple of decades, I've slowly been opening my eyes to a very different world than the one I grew up hearing about. And the more conversations I have with interesting people, the more mystifying this world becomes. So without further ado, let's get deep. We've got science to celebrate demons for this hell. Come on! There's rebellion in the wind. It will be crushed. Everything I've said is true, it's real. Dinosaur blossoms? I'll have to put those here to test our faith. A damn lie, I, I saw them with my own eye! Did I accuse just drop sharply while I was away? We did it in illusions, man. None of it is true. Welcome back to the Deep Share, and I'm here with my friends from Legit Bat. What's up, guys? How's hey, it going? Hey. So, uh, Ben's being weird already. Cool. <laughs> that's as he should be. This is a place to be weird. It's the yeah. deep weird. <laughs> Let your freak flag fly. So, um, you know, I, so I was telling these guys before we started recording, we're just shooting the shit, nothing planned really, but I did have something really interesting to show you guys right off the bat, a video I saw today on the Instagrams that really freaked me out and it could be totally fake. I could just be drifting off into never, never land. You know what I mean? But I wanted to get your take on it. So I'm going to share this screen with you. Okay. You guys see this? All right. So the setup is. This guy doesn't know if this is real or not, and neither do I. But it's supposedly a picture of the moon, but it's from a perspective of people way close to the where the firmament supposedly is. So apparently the moon would look way closer or something like that. That's what this logic is here anyway. But check it out. And tell me what you think. You ready for this? Do it. Yep. Can you full screen that? I wish I could. I mean, I could try. That's as big as it gets. What about the little box right there down right oh, beneath there. the cursor? Oh, there. Yeah, that would, that would probably do it. I'm sorry, guys. I'm That's right. apparently computer <laughs> illiterate tonight. <laughs> Oh, so that's why you said sorry for the people not watching because you can't hear anything. Gotcha. <laughs> can, wait, can you not hear anything either in the video? No. 
Oh, weird. Is there supposed well, to be? There's really just wind anyway, so it's not that big of a deal. Oh, now, why, what's the? I, I I didn't see the comment. Why does it say Antarctica? Ant, Antarctica, but uh, it's of the. Supposedly, the, this is taken from somewhere on Antarctica that we're not supposed to be allowed to go. And supposedly, right. the theory is that it's right at the corner or edge of the flat plain, next to the firmament. So things, I guess, would be much closer or something. Gotcha. Do you oh, think I this is it. total garbage? <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to even tell. It's hard to tell what's even being shown, but it seems like uh, they're spending a very long time trying to get details in there. Yeah. Um, and like, it that, looks like they're making a very sincere effort to show classic, something. It's that classic, you know, here's something weird, but we chose the shittiest camera we could ever find to do it. But right. if they're in a weird compromise position i get why they would have a shitty camera but or maybe they're using their phone and it's on zoom it looks very pixely but it does it look does. fucking weird that's insane it, really it looks like it's about to crash into the earth it looks like it's right there i mean it looks like you could fly right up to it, it. doesn't look round right. it looks like half of a half of a fucking thing it looks well, like a good reason to make a makes it it's a good reason to make planes not allowed to fly over and <laughs> Yeah, whatever it might be. I don't know. Like, I guess this could be. I'm always looking at videos like this, trying to figure out how in the world they would have like faked something like this. Because well, you're clearly outside. I mean, I guess with good Adobe Premiere skills, perhaps, right? Well, the other question is, is that if it was that close, yeah. Even if they're on Antarctica in a spot that they're not supposed to be, right. The magnetism alone would have caused some massive tsunamis. Right. Yeah. What? That's that's what? true. Well, I mean, the fact that they also a red flag to me. Can you say what? that again? I I know we just glitched out for a sec. That was weird. <laughs> we did. Um. Uh, I said the fact that they spelled Antarctica wrong is a huge red yeah. flag to me. Well, I mean, massive I don't, red I would, flag. I would think that. At least it's not the uh, the person that took the video that made the Instagram page. Maybe, maybe he's like dead. That's somewhere. what I always think. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. And they, I always they think. And his retarded see, cousin uh, found it and was like, "I got to get this out." Whenever I see weird videos like that, which like weird stuff like misspellings, I think it's the reposter, probably not the original person who took the video. But right, could be yeah. wrong. Well, I mean, and my thing is, is that with how fuzzy and zoomed in the footage was. So they've been doing this thing for quite a while now where people are doing crazy things and they'll purposely put something that's a time continuum in the background to show that it's in real time. The problem is, is that it's not real. They're green screening <clears throat> amongst wow. other things. My, whenever I see a video like that, that's like, you notice how they accidentally kind of shook it down over to where like that fence was at mm -hmm. to give you some perspective. That that to me is like, mm, that seemed a little planned. Uh, Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't like to buy into those Did kinds of videos. Did you look up any anyway. other videos? Not yet. No, I wanted I wanted to take get your takes on it before I even bothered wasting my time. Aww. You know, you gotta get the community's yeah, yeah. advice. It's weird though, like that that kind of thing. Like it, it's the same as watching CNN or something. You don't know what to fucking believe. So. Right. Right. 
Right. It applies right. to everything. That's why right. the people that go super hard into sorry flat earthers like I'm not quite on board yet. I don't think we're, we close. are where we're told we are. I I would actually say kind of close. I don't know yet. But <laughs> I'm I'm close. Can, I've actually been super uh, hard. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. So, oh, I was going to so say you no can't go super that. hard in one direction and then criticize the other direction that was fake info or you, you know what I'm talking about like you got to right. look at all of it still and don't just be like no the earth is definitely flat I know this because of videos I've watched like no go prove <laughs> it to yourself go go out there and find the fucking firmament like get some balls I wish I had money to do this I would do it myself I go to Antarctica and touch the firmament cuz it, it should be down like at Truman least. it's probably yeah. Probably a ways past the Antarctic uh, ice wall, or as David Weiss says, the shore. It's not a wall. Not a wall. Have you guys? Anyway, Ben, sorry. I, oh, Oh. um, after watching those videos from Duder that did the two documentaries, uh, (laughs) I've actually been arguing with Lene about this because she is very, very critical of the idea of flat earth. Um, for all of the reasons that make sense why we all aren't on board completely. Yeah. But my thing is, too, is that I'm like, however, these documentaries in particular explain it like I've never seen it explained. I'm not saying I believe it. What I'm saying is, is that you have two sides, helio- heliocentric and flat earth. I'm right here in the middle because all I can do now is with that evidence is get in the middle and go okay, somebody's lying. It could be both sides, but all I know is is that we haven't been told the truth, and now I'm just wondering with a stick up my butt what the truth is. And I'm not saying it's either one. I'm not discrediting either one. I, for all I fucking know, it's a mixture of the two. I don't fucking mm. know. Like, maybe it's a bubble flat earth. I think a lot of people are there right now. I know, and that might be by design, too, though. Is, yeah. It's, it's a confusion. state of uh, n- confusion and not knowing, and they're Dysphoria. playing both sides, you know? I just found that video inside of another video that's longer, so it might be a little bit more informative. Good work, Jen. Excellent. (laughs) So, I mean, who knows? On YouTube? Yeah. We can probably pull it up. You can always count on Jen for sources. Good. Well, I did not listen to this video, so it might be fucking stupid. (laughs) It could be a little bit of our clay animation. But it's 11 minute long. I mean, look at the shows we do. We're kind of fucking stupid. Not you, Andy. You're great. We're fucking retarded. Oh, come on. We're all in it together. We're all just coming at this from our own independent angles, and none of us know what's going on. I mean, we're all just coming from this from our own retarded shoreline. (laughs) There you go, man. I mean, every every other month, I'm spiraling back to shit I used to think I knew, and I'm looking at it in a different way, and that's how it's supposed to be. You know, I I think I think it's just well, a constant ever unfolding. You know, that's the thing is that with it this entire fucking year, and you know, I said it all the, all throughout the year as it went on, mostly after the first of the year when we had been doing this long enough to have enough guests on with weight and rapport to actually again get me in the middle. It was the biggest thing that I've said about this podcast is I'm not saying I believe any of the conspiracy theories or things that I've heard. What I'm saying is I am now open to the idea that these are plausible, which is huge for me. I'm usually a very closed door. This is what I believe. I stand firm on that. And that's all been shaken this year. So the more that that happens, the more I go, I don't know shit. And <laughs> that that 
alone to be able to admit that is like, I'm just, a, I'm just fucking out here and I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know what any of this is and I don't know which way's up. You just Hell cut yeah, out. Man. Oh, I heard him just fine. Okay, we found it. You want me to share? <laughs> sure. Yeah, why not? All right, let's do it. But uh, yeah, Ben, I totally agree. I'm right on the same page, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, bring it all out. I want both sides. I want everything on the table at once, you know? I know. I wish it was that clear, too. I wish that there was something that we could do to yeah. definitively tie something together to be like, look, I don't know the details, but I know the basis. I know this is factual. This is now the direction that we should go. But, you know, it's it's tough. It's constantly That's how research sides. is, though. Yeah. Exactly. That's research. But... Do your own research. Do your own experiments. I feel like over the years for me, the research has literally double helixed me around from like one side of something to another. It's crazy, man. Like the Kabbalah, for instance. It's like, is it evil? No, it's not. It's not evil. Oh, it totally started as evil. No, it didn't. Like back and forth, like religion itself did it's it, yeah it's just like a constant duality going back and forth over the years but maybe that's just me and i'm crazy <laughs> it could be i mean that it seems kind of planned that they would you know it's another divide and conquer divide and conquer tactic before you start religion this. divides people what yeah no but before you start this i was going to add to that is i think uh the more that that happens the more that it's like what is actually going on i the more i go you know what um i don't really think i i think a lot of things started out good and by either the telephone game of generations or uh you know just straight up lies that we get told all of that has kind of shifted on purpose not because either one of them are completely true but because that is the confusion. It's like, we want you to be exactly what Joe said, in the middle, not knowing, not knowing right. which one is right. Makes sense, because you're a man with no country that way. Mm -hmm. And I, I totally, you know, not to hold this up again, but like, I'm literally a man with no country in this country right now, because like, you know, talking to people like Clint Richardson, and then, you know, following up on the work he did, it's like, oh, okay. So he's telling the truth. He did his research. The whole legal system is a fraud. It's Absolutely. unbelievable. And it's like, okay, so you go back to these things or you look at 1870 and 1871 and you find out, oh, our capital is its own sovereign nation with its, and it's a corporation and all that. And it's just all of that is factual and it's just laid out there, but I'm stuck here and I've been born into it my whole life. It's like man without a country standing in the damn country. It's, it's like all of us pretty much. Yeah, and pretty soon we won't even have the choice to leave. I mean, look at fucking Australia right now. Not to go into Roro talk. Well, yeah, we don't want to go negative anyway. But like, because we're we're hoping that we'll, you know, I'm seeing a lot of good protests out there, and a lot of people like fucking, you know, just not standing down. But I don't know how far that's going to get us. They say right. we need nukes, right? And F F15s. <laughs> well, and 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 they end up, yeah, they end up standing. But the problem is, is that we live in an age where everything is at your fingertips. Well, the problem with that is that they control what is at your fingertips. Right. So it ends up being that you don't know that any of these people are taking a stand unless you actively search it out. And even still, you're not sure if you can trust it. It's like, yeah. it's like, fuck, dude, like, I know there's people out there fighting for what I would believe is right. But you don't fucking hear about it because they don't want you to fucking hear about it. 
Right. It's just like with Canada passing the like the the law about uh something about censorship is is passing in the dark late last night or something. Oh shit. They always Some do that could... shit at night. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You wake up to a new one. Yeah. It was <laughs> Go sad ahead, Joe. too. Yeah, let's yeah. All right. So I, I'm I switched to setting real quick to hopefully if if there's any sound you can hear it. If not, I'm sorry, we'll just narrate what we're saying, but let me know. <laughs> Or we'll fill oh, in the okay. blanks like this Mr. is a Science fair use copyright disclaimer. Oh well. Okay. Okay. So right. also, I actually can't even hear it. So okay, but um, <laughs> it's also an eleven-minute video. So. so this yeah, beginning scene is definitely part of. So I just started halfway through. On, oh, it's only four minutes. Yeah, this is the one I showed you. I just started halfway through. Oh, okay. Oh man, sorry to kill the fun. <laughs> oh no, no it, well this one's eleven minutes, so it does have extra. Oh, content. this one's eleven. Okay, cool, sweet. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I think they're screen. Okay, so that's the same thing. And then they did the replay a little bit slower, which honestly didn't really give us much more. I I wish I could hear what the fuck they were saying. Let me switch the setting again real quick. Sorry. It's all good. This is the best kind of radio. People want to hear that behind the scenes grittiness, you know what I mean? The Antarctic. Uh, <laughs> Can you hear it now? Area yes. or Antarctica. We okay. uh, know that the Antarct Antarctica is um, steeped in mystery and it is forbidden for us to travel to Antarctica, va vacation there, or, you know, you can't do anything. Uh, you can't go to Antarctica, basically. And so it is uh, under the control of the governments of the world. I believe I was looking at uh, anywhere from 40 to uh, 50, I believe 60 uh, governments now have taken part in the Antarctic Treaty. Quick note, they actually spelled Antarctic correct on this one, so that's good. Nice. And here they are. And uh, this um, cuts off the territory of Antarctica. Uh, and um, it is uh, something that was entered into or enforced and uh, reinforced, I guess, back uh, introduced in 61, uh, according to what we're reading here. Um, so, you know, we know Antarctica is an area that is very mysterious because, again, Admiral Byrd said that when he went there, there were many mysteries uh, to Antarctica, including the hollow earth and what? Hey guys, I'll be. I'm really sorry, I'll be right back. My wife's giving me a call. I don't know why. Okay, okay. Okay, go for it. Right, right back. So they're just showing some random pictures that are definitely not real. They're CGI, but I'm gonna see. Try to see where this goes. Yeah, I like the Assassin's Creed one. Before we had censorship over our newspapers, you would be able to get certain news like this all the time. But because now nowadays. The news is so heavily censored. You have to go back into. Um, uh, actually, I have to dig dig this stuff up to find these uh, stories. But again, these uh, creatures live under the earth, and um, uh, that's again that's why the scripture tells us we shall not make any graven images of any creatures. What the Bible calls the heavens, or what we call outer space, we shall not make any graven image images of those creatures. Neither of the creatures that live beneath the earth, uh, we shouldn't do that neither. And so uh, this surveyor uh, in 1934 dug all the way down 
under the ground and found these uh, shafts and found these incredible uh, sites with gold and treasures in them and uh, living quarters where the uh, uh, reptiles lived, where the uh, lizard people lived, and that was in 1934. All, all of the things that uh, he came back saying about uh, the, the area uh, when he traveled beyond the ice wall, uh, the ice wall, he uh, got so far out and beyond the ice wall, there is an area in which it just absolutely turns green and lush and there's a forest beyond there so um, uh, some kind of way mysteriously uh, the at the end of the world there is more land according to Admiral Byrd uh, that needs to be explored and it's rich in minerals and deposits uh, of all sorts and so you know um, we don't know the nature of the world in which we live, we can only look at what God has said, and God said that we live in a world in which uh, the sun is moving, the moon is moving across the earth, and that uh, we are on a um, flat plane. And that, in other words, when I just talked to you about that the other night, about the scriptures that support the fact that God um, caused the caused the land to rise up above the sea and he stretched out the land like a carpet up on uh, the waters and actually land is floating on top of the water and the land he called earth and uh, the seas were in a totally different category so the according to the bible the earth is not water and land together the earth meaning that it's not a globe but the earth is uh, one thing and the uh, waters is another so uh, the earth is the land and the waters are just the waters that's what they were in the very beginning before the creation and so the waters were not created uh, at the same time when the land was created land was created and God called the land earth but uh, the water uh, was already there because the Spirit of the Lord hovered above the face of the deep and so um, anyway I want to investigate this uh, video and I want you to take a look at it and you tell me what you think about it. Uh, you know, I thought it was pretty remarkable, but I'm just going to let you see it. And, then, uh, you know, we'll close out from there. So this is probably what we've seen already. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it is. Then just skip past it and see what's happening. Yeah, it's just the same video, so, but I, I have questions though. What like the moon does, and so this is where the moon starts out, uh, right here near the dome, and then uh, proceeds from there. Now, according to the Book of Enoch, which was actually included in the Bible, and uh, was eliminated from the Bible by um, the Sadducees um, around 300 years after Christ, these uh, this book here, according to that book was originally part of the scriptures and so in the 71st chapter of Enoch it talks about that there are six gates six gates that uh, the Sun and the moon I believe that's what I'm seeing here uh, proceed from and so there are gates uh, that uh, the Sun comes out of a gate at the ends of the earth and returns to a gate at the end of the earth and so also the moon uh, 
proceeds from a gate. And it says here in the same manner, it goes forth the first month by a great gate. And uh, it says it goes forth uh, of the six gates and the sun rises up out of the gates. And so it says here in ver verse 11, it says, and in the fourth gate through which the sun with the moon proceeds in the first part of it, there are 12 open windows from which uh, it issues out a flame and when they are opened at the, their proper period. And it talks about when the sun rises in heaven, it goes forth through the fourth gate 30 days and by the fourth gate in the west of heaven on the level with its uh, it descends. And so uh, basically the, the, what it's saying here is that basically the, the sun and the moon travel through gates and uh, this is how the luminaries uh, move about. So, Okay, so quick question though. Uh, the flat earth model they were showing, if you're not watching the video, is the standard standard thing where it shows the dome and the sun and the moon kind of like trailing around the, the flat earth, you know? So why does the moon look like that from the edge of the firmament? Why does it look like it's poking out through the firmament? Yeah, I don't follow I mean, that either. Like in the it, video... They're, both, they're floating around, but... In, um, so, sorry. Anyway, you let me know. But yeah, they're floating around, but apparently the moon's massive and just kind of like slightly poking out the firmament. So that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I'm not really sure where that now. Now I'm completely just discrediting <laughs> it altogether. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know where they would have got. And what, where's the motivation anyway? Like some of it seems unreasonable. But I mean, unless it's purposeful disinformation, maybe. That book of Enoch shit is interesting, though. I mm -hmm. I don't mm. think I've read that one. I have the Nagamati, but I don't know if the book of Enoch is in there. I'll have to check. I've I've read through some of it, but that's a, if you want to feel either stupid or really smart go read that because that's that's an insane thing to read because it's like excluded books from the bible even for people who know the bible to read those it totally turns everything on its head which makes oh, sense yeah. why they were excluded you know gnosticism the runaway cult is what they're called kind of but it's clearly not it's like the opposite <laughs> it's like they were the heretic. original version yep it's always how it goes we're all heretics right yeah <laughs> I was always curious, like, what, um, you know, you look at all these ancient stories, it's like, where did it start where we were like, maybe we should give this credence? Because they, there's so much metaphor about the heavens that we, we don't know ourselves. And yet we read it in our ancient texts in these metaphoric language, in this metaphoric language. And we kind of just go, so if they are talking about this, and they're, they're applying it here to like flat earth and we apply like their symbolism to so many things. And it's weird because it's like, how do we even know that we're, we have the right reference, the right, the right frame of reference to judge these metaphors at all? You know what I mean? We think, I think that's how religion started. They're like, I think this metaphor means this. It is. And then people just. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. We fall in love with the symbol. Well, you fall in love it's with it. You fall in love with an anchor that explains something you didn't know. And so when somebody can finally explain it and go, yeah, this is what it this is what it is. I fucking know. Then you go, oh, OK, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's why it. you can't trust anything like we were talking about. You can't trust anything you read no. because 
you haven't experienced it yourself. And that's the, uh, I talked about, talked a little bit about that with Miguel Connor from Aeon by it about how doubting Thomas in the Bible was so bastardized because he doubted because he needed to see it himself. And that seems like a psyop to me straight out of the Bible. Cause they're like, you don't doubt. You just believe what the fuck we tell you. You don't need Blind to see faith. It yeah. Just, just believe the science or whatever you're believing in modern day. But Jesus. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. We could go into scientism as a cult too, but people don't like that. Well, and I just found out the other day that one, like I saw this video, it's like a top 10 craziest things archaeologists have dug up. One of them was when they found King Tut's tomb in the early 1920s, um, which for me went, oh, yeah. So they they found some like after watching those documentaries that that guy made, I'm like, oh, so uh, the next civilization after the Tartarian mudslide uh, found King Tut's tomb because there were hardly any people left. And they were like, Eureka, we found something. Um, they found a dagger. And when they found the dagger, they have assessed that it was roughly 3,300 years old to 3,500 years old. When they found it, again, in a pyramid where shafts go directly to constellations all around the pyramid throughout the year, uh, which also supports the idea of the North Pole and a flat Earth spinning around it. If all the stars were constant, it would always be in the same place around these shafts, so on and so forth. That particular dagger didn't have any rust on it. It had zero, any kind of chemical uh, deterioration. It wasn't until recently that they went back to the dagger um, and did some... uh, certain tests on the metal and the metal was of stuff that isn't found on earth. They mm. uh, ended up finding out that the blade was made from meteorite rock. Oh, and I'm all, Oh shit. So King Tut, who's supposedly lived, you know, over three and a half thousand years ago, uh, which if, if the idea of uh, astrological signs and the idea of the flat earth moving Every sign, every however so often, I think the guy in the video said it was every 2,400 years, um, they would have been in a different astrological sign at that moment, which would have been an entirely different civilization. If you believe that the ice wall is melting as it also freezes around the flat earth as kind of like we're in one spot of the major flat earth, all of that kind of like, all of that coincides. It all coincides with the idea that they were in one place and now we're in a different place and it alters as it goes around. Uh, They found the dagger that was made out of meteorite rock in a pyramid that looks at astrological signs. (laughs) I'm like, see, this is what makes me think we don't know shit. And that way smarter people with way, way more technological advances were, I mean, they picked their brain out out of their nose. I don't know if you've ever had a COVID fucking test. Um, close, right? It's pretty fucking close. And then on top of that, their mummies, which were again three and a half, you know, millenniums old, still had skin and hair follicles attached and fingernails and all of this stuff from the embalming tools that they used. And I'm like, we wouldn't have figured that out in the 1920s. We were shoving people into wood boxes and putting them six feet down and then tying a rope with a bell in case they did it prematurely and they were still alive. <laughs> yeah like who gets into that kind of behavior without I don't know. some extra level shit 
Right. When you, but yet you're finding pyramids that are supposedly millenniums old with way more degree of symmetry and science than it taught us things. Like we are in 2021 and it's still considered a seventh wonder of the world for shit that we don't fucking know how it works. And I'm yeah. like, and you're going to tell me that you have the answers to everything else? No, I don't believe that. Well, in the 70s, they tried to, well, they did successfully move one of the statues or both of the statues of, I believe it's like Ramses III or Ramses II. And those are like 60 foot massive stone. Solid they, limestone yeah, shit. Crazy. Yeah. And it took them like two years to do that with modern cranes, you know, <laughs> over a shorter distance. So. Right, the then where the limestone was found that supposedly these things are made out of. Yeah, 500 miles away. Right. In some cases, anyway. It's insane. So it's interesting. What do you guys think of the idea of like the, the sound frequency, the resonance sort of stuff? Have you heard about that? Where like, because honestly, up until then, I was still open-minded to friggin' ascended masters or aliens moving these things. But like, now that you see these videos out there where like, you know, sound and frequency can actually move objects and like make them lighter somehow. Have you seen this? It's nuts. Like yeah, the cymatics. The, the cymatics. Yeah. That's, there's a bunch of cool episodes on that. I think uh, Crow does a bunch of episodes on that stuff, but it, mm-hmm. it, it is weird to see like when they do even the, the simple stuff with the sand on the plate, you know, that yeah. they, right. they vibrate it with different sound and it makes all these Mandela's and stuff. There's something to that. Like that. I don't understand why modern science isn't, you know, heavily looking at that. Maybe they are. And we yeah. just don't know. That's what you mean, I'm thinking. You mean kind of like maybe they've been looking at UFOs since the 1940s and we finally found out found out no, they, that that was deny, true? I deny, deny, and then they're like, yeah, no, we've totally been doing that, obviously. Yeah, and you're like, retarded. Yeah, like, we know. Oddly enough, actually, I've heard uh, recently that we've been technically looking into it behind closed doors since the late 1800s. And the thing is, is those closed doors and the, even the information that I got about that feels like it's handed out a little bit you know what i mean and we think back to that late 1800s period what else was going on right there it's 1890 the summit 30 years after the 1860s where all the all of the photos are where nobody's alive now the children are 30 years old they meet at a summit they decide the fate of the worlds all of a sudden all of this shit starts happening 1890 was also when they started teaching heliocentric uh world before that they were teaching flat earth so it's like all of these things start lining up at the end and middle of the 18th century. Like Joe and I have talked about it about how in, in Gen 2, I, th- I believe that you were there for that particular conversation, Jen, uh, where we were talking about like um, when, when we... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Watched it. It was more like we were getting a refresher course on a history lesson that we felt like we already fucking knew. And uh, I, yeah, I said the same thing. I was like, it seems like this is stuff we already know, but we just didn't know that it was deep down in our brain somewhere already. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to like the more that these weird because a lot of the stuff wasn't all put together, but the more that I start hearing things from uh, Corey Hughes and uh, you get into things like those documentaries, even if you don't believe that the earth is flat, you don't have to believe that the earth is flat to go wonky shit happened from about mm, 1850 to 1890. And then from 1890 on is where we have a whole lot more history written than we do prior to that. Everything else has been like handed down stories or things and monuments that were put up to tell a story about something that was actually done earlier. Well, look into the uh, lately the it kind of ties into that crazy documentary we watched, but the uh, the World's Fair, that's some weird shit. There's oh, yeah, apparently like it took, you know, two years to set up this World's Fair. I think it was 1893, two years to set this up. It's over like 680 acres or some shit and like some 200 buildings and they're all ornate fucking crazy Victorian looking buildings. And it took two years to do all that. And then they just for a fair, it, right. it doesn't make any fucking sense. And I don't know what to make of that because some of those buildings are so fucking ornate. And yeah. it's like you did all that just for a fair that lasted however long. I don't even know how long, but well, my thing was is his is his time frames of the supposed dates that they were built without the ability to do that even today with the tools that we have. So like the first automated uh, tool was, I think he said, um, eight, uh, 19 something. Um, and before that, it was all handheld. You also had motors, but they were not combined yet. And uh, Bosch, I believe, was the original one to make a, a hand drill. And it took like two or three people to work. Um, but this idea. Thing. I was looking up this research. I heard an awesome podcast a couple of years ago, um, and they were going over all these studies where scientists levitated objects with sound. Um, so they started with, they levitated like a mouse and they levitated water and they were just levitating little things, but then they were trying to do big objects and it was like blasting their ears out. And then they figured out how to do it with like a smaller, well, it was like lower decibels and like a low enough like kilohertz range that we could we could tolerate it. It was barely tolerable, but we could tolerate it. And they could lift big objects, but they can only move them in one dimension. So they can only move it like one way right now. And then they have to mm-hmm. stop and then move the machine and then do it a different way. But they're trying to make it move multi-dimensionally, not dimensions like like I want it to be. I want to go to it like you know, the fifth dimension or whatever, but now <laughs> they're just talking about like up and down and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So that tells me that clearly, if that's possible, then the rest of it's possible too. For you know, sure. That, I think pyramids were built that way 100%. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I just want to know how they, how, what system or what thing they use to make those sounds to lift those bricks. Like, what are these in trumpets or some weird, like, bows? I'll have to like, study it thing? more. But I, I think that things like this are not mainstream on purpose. Just, 
they're out there. They give us, they're like, yeah, you can read about it if you feel like it, but we're not going to put it in the news or talk about it a lot because that's what we're really working on right now. But Until we start flooding it. Like once, like an idea seems like, if an idea is really legit, then it's going to catch on regardless eventually. And they know that and they kind of somehow are able to like prey on that, like really excellent salesmen and like market people. You know what I mean? Because oh, we, they're all like, that's a brilliant thing and it's never going to be stopped. It can only be suppressed for a little bit until they accept it and they start form. Like I felt that way about alternative energy when I was younger. Cause I was all so excited. Like, why aren't we using geothermal energy and wind power and all this stuff? And I was so passionate about that kind of thing. And I was always told, Oh, the market doesn't, you know, allow for competition like that when it has to compete with the big oil and blah, blah, blah. And then I see it all coming to fruition. I'm sure I'm not alone in my generation to feel like, yay, hooray. Yeah. But then, Oh shit. You look what's behind it. And it's like, oh, none of this is good because they're just using it the wrong way. Again, they're just putting it into their <laughs> old system. Sure. I think that, yeah, if we if those things are allowed to come out, I think it's like one of two things. So either it's because they've mastered it, they figured out how it works and they're researching something else. And they're just like, OK, we're going to put this one out now. We'll just trickle it out and we'll start researching this other thing that we they have no idea about the people, mm -hmm. the little peons us or they let it out because they know that it's backed by something that is already functioning like oil helping with the wind power or whatever you know like right. the big oil money people that are investing in it they're like okay we figured out a way to make it sustainable as far as capitalism goes so it's just frustrating because i don't think that anything that comes out is something fantastic they're gonna squash it with saying that it's bullshit, uh, that it's not real, that it's fake, that it hurts the environment, and then it will never come out because the masses won't believe in it if it's something that's actually truly amazing. Oh, yeah. Did Ben jump back in? I he don't know did. If problems. <laughs> I just, oh, there I just saw him pop oh, in. I invited him from my end, so I wasn't sure if that works or not. but It worked. There he is. Oh, He's hey, returning. Yeah, I've been waiting in the lobby for like five minutes. Oh, God. Oh, we were just know. talking still. Yeah, but sorry, where, buddy. <laughs> where did we leave off? Do you remember yeah, your man, thought? We, yes, I do. Go for, right, it. go for it. Okay, so he created the first Bosch drill uh, when they combined the motor and the drill, you know, way later than any of these things like the World's Fair and that entire glass building, which was supposedly erected and completed in six years before they had the ability of automatic glass presses. And it's all made out of glass, including arched glass, which is very hard to do. And I'm like, in six years, in six years, they mm -hmm. and then they supposedly removed it all and relocated the whole building. And I'm like, without any automatic tools, that doesn't no, there's no fucking way. Like when he was talking about uh, the way that spires and domes and all that things work and the archways and transistors and the electrical things that... Uh, correlated to it is i'm like see that actually makes a lot of sense and it actually makes more sense and this is what i was explaining to Lene. that makes more sense if the earth was flat because rather than a round world with a bunch of spires sticking out in all different directions like a big pokey ball it's a bunch of spires around a flat earth all sticking up for the same electronic current which if you look at the north pole in the middle all of the magnetism would go around it like a magnetic donut just like magnets are flat 
The toroidal field thing or whatever they were talking about. Right. And if you have spires that are connecting to the ether or the aura or whatever it is that he's talking about, those layers of energy between us and the, um, the firmament, all of that would make sense for conductivity in those buildings if they were all pointed at the same direction up. If the earth was flat, that makes way more sense. That also would make sense for why um, you would have things like Tesla and uh, lightning strikes and whatnot all being focused. If I understand that in the heliocentric thing, the uh, uh, the idea of <clears throat> weather is an envelope. And so technically it would still be the same. Um, but the idea of magnetism, when you're talking about the way that heliocentric works with the core and the moon, the speed at which we are traveling in the earth just like a merry-go-round would override the magnetism of the moon and the core if it was a globe there you would fly off of it just like any other centrifugal force but like a merry-go-round that's flat if you stand in the center of it you're not going to fly off from the centrifugal force you're going to actually be grounded i'm actually glad you brought that up because uh, i that was the same thing i thought too is that gravity as we're told, so we're told. Is, we were told. So we're, a, we're, we're a ball, right? The more you, the more mass, the more gravity. So Jupiter has like way more gravity because it's right. huge or whatever. So, but the idea is that we're spinning so fast on this ball that we stick to the surface. But if you tried that, I, I want to see somebody. I don't know if it's happened or not. I want to see somebody try this in a vacuum. Put a round ball in a vacuum and put water on it and see if it doesn't fly the fuck off when it spins. Right. It works, it works in a bucket. Like if you have water in a bucket and you spin it around fast enough, the water sticks, but it's on the inside of the bucket. It's not on the outside of the bucket. You know what I mean? I, I can't wrap my head around how the ocean is, you know, lakes or whatever are glass. When we're spinning that fast, it should be flinging the fuck off all the time. Like it should be dry. Centrifugal force is would send it outward i i don't know how to explain it. i'm not a scientist if you can't No, tell. but i totally like when i watched those videos and when i was still even more skeptical than i am now because i i'm in the middle as well but when i was way more skeptical it was easy to just go well scientists have already explained that you know with the, with the you know right. we should be whipping off the planet or the water should be whipping off the planet well science is already protected from that protected us from that scary thought haven't they like that was my thinking at that time and now it's like i don't know that like ben you explained it really well with how that really wouldn't gravity's not going to keep that amount of shit on this rock in that in those circumstances no but think about it this way if you have two magnets like poles stuck on each side of a plate and you fling that plate like a frisbee the magnets are going to stay. It has enough mag uh, magnetism to actually keep those there. And if you had something stuck to that magnet, it would also stay there because it would be based in the center of the moving disc. Mm. But if you take the, a baseball and dunk it in that same bucket of water that Joe's talking about and throw a fastball as fast as you can, the first thing you're going to see is all of that water flinging off in the same exact direction that the ball is spinning. It's not right. going to stay. Hmm. Yeah. It's that's weird too, because for a while I've been kind of trying to hold on to this idea that maybe Earth is just way bigger than we've been told. Oh, uh, yeah, that's what but, I'm starting to think too. But what we're yeah. saying right here kind of doesn't let that be the end of it. You know, it, it's kind right. of just 
kind of pushes that flat plane a little bit. Which is what that I guy explained, to. which is what that guy explained in the documentary is it is it's the idea that when you look at a clock, which is why he ties those in. If you look at any of the old archaic clocks, they usually have a circle that goes around with the hands at different times of the day. Um, that, according to him, is the 12 astrological signs that are constant of the flat Earth. And that circle is a depiction of that outer ring. Basically, the way that he explained it is most of it gets frozen in this with this center that's warm. And as the sun and as the sun and moon spin over a period of 2400 years, you go from one astrological sign to the next 2400 years later, it's the next, which means that every 24,000 years, you would get back to that side of where we're at today. And it would um, thaw. And that and explains it was, what they talk about with the ice yes. age. It, it's been frozen for that long because the fucking dome or whatever hasn't been around that part of the, the world. It's the long. idea of a big saucer with a smaller saucer in the middle, just like the clocks. And what happens is as one side is melting in, the other side is freezing. And so it ends up moving like this, where if you think about a larger plate with a circular frozen center, center, um, what ends up happening is you end up moving around a much bigger realm than what we know as the earth today, which makes sense with the treaty of 1959 and 1961. If there was something on the other side, way farther out, probably more than any of our planes fuel could last, even if we fueled up right at the ice wall. I, I, I think that it goes far enough that you may not be able to get there. But then if you look at Admiral Byrd or if you want to you know, say that that was plausible, it does sound like you might be able to get past the ice enough to see these other parts of our quote unquote realm. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I like that, too. But I also have a problem with like the if there's extra ter extraterrestrials, extra Earth and mm -hmm. the ETs are actually coming from these other portions of this realm. How are they getting past the firmament? I mean, I've heard it called the hard, fast barrier you know, a, a dome, whatever you want to call it. Maybe it's nothing more than like electromagnetic, like shielding or something. And they figured out a way to get past that. Because if it's a dome and you can't go past it, then where the fuck are the ETs coming from in that view? You know what I'm I mean? thinking, I'm thinking frequency. Man, well, I think I'm, that I'm... the, I think that the dome covers the whole realm, which means oh. that if we're on one edge of it, that means that the that the center of the dome is much, much higher than where we are at located, where the ice wall and ring ends up traveling over those 2400 years. So if the firmament it, basically if our world that we know of inside the Antarctic ice wall is on one edge of the world or not located or even if it is located near the center, the idea is, is that wherever we can't go on the other side of the walls, that stretches the firmament that we know of, which is why we can't see the edge of it on our world because we're actually only in one small portion of the realm. And if the firmament stretches across the whole realm, it's much bigger than what we're going to be able to see in our flat earth. Yeah. Have you Damn. guys seen and this is I've... coming admittedly from people who are not flat earthers. We're just looking into shit. No, just... that's, that's my whole point is all of this started, all of this started coming together for me. Everything that Corey, everything that Corey has said, everything that those documentaries said, and I still have seven of the eight hours of that second documentary to listen to. <laughs> and I'm still like, all of these things have started to click with all of these different guests. And I discredited, 
pretty much all of them at the beginning. And now that I've heard enough of it and I've done enough of my own research because I go on rabbit trails, I don't get high very often, but when I do, it's a whale of a time. And uh, I end up getting all of these different, these pinpoints of information that people have said, and it all has started to kind of piece together haphazardly because most of those speakers or, or things that I've learned, they were not told concurrently in the way that I just explained it. Some of them are, some of the ideas are, but the other pieces to that have been things that I've been able to add in there. And when I add them in there, kind of like plugging in a certain part of a formula to an equation, sometimes they work and sometimes they don't. And the pieces that have worked have kind of blown my mind a little bit. You guys see this image? Yes. So this is what really freaks me out. This is like <laughs> supposedly a map found from like 10 centuries ago. And this is the 33 continent conspiracy. This was found. Yeah, it's always 33, right? And, you know, I saw a video where someone showed this map and they were like, this is why the Illuminati is obsessed with 33. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's many, many, many layers to it's many things. You know, these symbols have multiple meanings for multiple reasons. But this map freaks me out. And for the listeners who aren't watching, looking at it, it shows, you know, that UN map that Dave Weiss and, and Flat yep. Earthers use for the Flat Earth model where our continents are in the center. With the and, wreath showing the Antarctic wall every time. Right, exactly. And then there's all these what look like kind of like leaves on the ground, but it's all these land masses way outside. And you got to imagine, just like you were saying, from the tip of you know, all these continents right here out to the, to the closest one would be hundreds and hundreds of miles, maybe thousands, thousands. Yeah. That'd be yeah, thousands. thousands. Absolutely. What, I mean, you're talking about, okay. So look at the, the um, distance of that outer ring, that distance of that outer ring is as wide as North to South of our American continent. Hmm. So it would be literally at least three to 4,000 miles thick now what this does and the reason why this would freak me out is because this supports hollow earth it supports the idea that creatures on the other side are trying to get into the middle and that is why within the arctic circle we have been able to find them Ooh, that's interesting and really creepy right Jesus. so they're trying to get to <laughs> us and that would actually make sense as to why they made the treaty all of the all of the world's uh, you know uh, governments are trying to keep them at bay, almost like an alien invasion. And if the hollow earth theory, the idea of the treaty, is all to be believed, that would all make perfect sense. That they're trying to get to the center, we're trying to keep them out. Yeah, and so think about is... it. Doesn't it look like an egg in the center? Like a, and we said it gets warm in the middle, right? Right. <laughs> so it's a, uh, it's Dave, a David very Weiss vulnerable egg. Is. David Weiss is uh, surprisingly he went on a conspiracy in the forest with Kyle the other day. Yeah, it was great. He's yeah, he's really upped his game with his graphics. Like I don't remember him bringing that many. Uh, maybe it's because it was only audio at that point, but he he really showed some crazy stuff, and it kind of looked like that. Um, mm. but so what is the sky then? Like if it's a flat realm that could stretch out to infinity. What the fuck is up there? There's still something up there, dome or not. There's something past the dome, too. That's what I can't rack my brain around. Like, it, what are the planets? Why do they look round? I mean, the moon looks round, whatever. I just, I had a thought, though. I went out to piss real quick, 
And uh, I was wondering <laughs> how many how, I was wondering how many people visit Antarctica. It's not that many, obviously, for obvious reasons. And you, apparently, you're only allowed in certain spots or very specific so far. spots. But uh, you're allowed in like what McMurdo and like one spot outside of McMurdo. I think that's pretty much it. Sorry. Go yeah, ahead. And their reasons are, are to not disturb the penguins. We're not worried about fucking <laughs> rummaging through the Amazon forest, but don't fucking disturb the penguins. Cause they serve a fucking purpose. You know, they go <laughs> waddle around and act retarded, but it says, uh, I just did a quick, <laughs> a quick search. It says, uh, between April, uh, 2016 and 2017, 44,000 travelers came to the continent, and that number has been steadily rising since 2011. Okay, that is a very minute portion of the population. Oh, and it's yeah. In portions that they're allowed to Out be Out of in. 8 billion? Um, yeah, that's if, not even on the To scope. believe that there's 8 billion people, however you want right. to think about that, True. but that's nothing. So and here, like, no, everybody would have to be in on it, bro. It's like, here's, you know here's the people been to Antarctica. Not very many. <laughs> here's a terrifying thought. Okay. So, uh, Andy, you said it was terrifying. The idea that there were, you know, 33 continents, multiple outside of the center, right? Mm-hmm. Joe, you brought up what's up of uh, what's up there. Okay. Well, think about it this way. If we're only capable of seeing, uh, to the horizon, uh, regardless of where you go, let's say that you go to the edge of what we know or, or the ice wall or whatever, you're only going to be able to see so far again. So think about it this way. If what we can see above us only stretches as far as our eyes can see left and right, what do you think it would be once we got on the other side of that ice wall and might be able to see farther to the other continents? Or what do they see in the sky if you're that much farther away? I mean, you're talking about tens of thousands of miles. So yeah. once, once and if you got to another continent, the one thing that flat earthers all teach is that the stars are what remain the same. But if we're in the center, we only see the same stars. We see this much above us that stretches out to what we can see. But if you go out this way, you're going to get a farther view of what's on the outside of those constellations. So on top of what we don't know about our own sky, if the 33 continent idea is to believe in the ice wall and all of the stuff, what would you see in the sky if you got outside of that and actually got to the edge of our realm? Thanos, maybe. <laughs> True. <laughs> fucking sea Iron Man. Something terrible. Galactus, for God's sake. <laughs> Something God. terrible. Yeah. The gods, perhaps. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's creepy that this idea is becoming more and more realistic to me. I mean, maybe we're all right? just uneducated idiots, right? But maybe that's know. the first step in uh, exiting the Matrix is to be like, Challenge everything you've ever been taught. Don't believe anybody. Think for yourself. Look at everything. And all of a sudden you're like, wow, I feel fucking dumb. Cool. <laughs> Can you no, imagine? You to help ahead. us prove it, they could just allow us to go to Antarctica for less than $10,000 because that's how much it costs to go to Antarctica. You can totally go. I just looked it up. So you can take an excursion yeah. from Tierra del Fuego in South America to just the little peninsula in Antarctica for ten thousand U.S. dollars, or you can take a cruise for fourteen to fifteen thousand, making it nearly impossible for a normal person to go there. So, if people have questions, why don't they just let us fly over it and be like, "Okay, we were wrong. We'll we'll shut up and yeah, stick to your." You I'll know, tell you, I'd be surprised narrative. if there's an NDA you sign if you go down there too. Like, if they're like, "Oh yeah, you can go down here to this po- this spot that we tell you you can," right? 
here's some paperwork to sign that you will not, you know, take pictures or do whatever. Like I could mm -hmm. totally see that. I'm sure At you least... have to sign a lot of waivers just to go. Yeah. You probably yeah. have to sign something like where the fine prints, like if you do do this, you will be shot, you know? Um, oh, and, it's, yeah. or we have, yeah, that, it's area 51 for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just well, being I've... there, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a video just the other day of uh, some, some guys in a fisher boat fisherman boat uh got as close as they could to antarctica before the i saw uh, that yeah dude i mean that was real shit fucking navy ships and stuff they're like you need to change course to this coordinate immediately and you need to stay on that course until you hit land and they were, they were like, like they were like dude, miles away yeah they're like we're we're just fucking fishing like we're not even anywhere near the penguins and they're like mm -mm, turn around like there was and the crazy part was is that it was an american fucking shipway out there well that's, that's the crazy part i mean it's all the same government right guys i mean they well i mean they're all they're all you know working together <laughs> uh i i the that part is what adds a lot of validity to me is the treaty the fact mm -hmm. that that is there and people have tried and they cannot get within a stone's throw of the wall unless it is a toured attraction site. And all of the governments are like, yeah, this is one thing we all agree on. You can't go there as I'm like, yeah. fucking why? Why do yeah. you care if I want to go over the ice wall and fucking die? Why? Why? Why do you give a shit? Let me go well, out there. That's the longest running treaty in fucking Ever. history. To especially to be respected till like what 20 50 something it's crazy and probably on purpose there's probably a Absolutely. reason why at that point you know it's always gonna it seems like they want that situation to be like you know us as the child being like well i want to and they're like okay <laughs> fine okay fine go ahead and then like <laughs> it's not you know they did something or what <laughs> well and it, i just thought about this is is it ironic or not that from 1959 to 1961 when they made the treaty and started observing it um that would have been a hundred years after the idea of the 1860s not having any humans in all of those uh things but now it can also be contested an additional hundred years after the treaty was made 200 years after that whole thing i don't know if there's any significance Ooh. to that but i'm like well a hundred years is a pretty good guess that most of the people who were around for the treaty and around for that start are going to be dead yeah yeah that's true but man, this is this is pretty intense. You know what's weird too is I always um <laughs> I I always heard Admiral Byrd's statement and I always thought that he just was talking about how massive Antarctica was. I always took it that way. I tried not to to fly off the handle with it because I listened to it and his direct quote is there's a landmass that's like nearly the size of the United States beyond the pole and i always just assumed he meant i am shocked at how big antarctica is i literally took it that yeah. way i thought maybe we're all just running crazy with this quote you know what i mean yeah. but but then there's all this so i don't know and then there's his journal that can't be confirmed you guys know about that right, right. Which goes off into bananas land, into you know giants with you know massive fruit under the earth and all that. So it's it's very weird. Like well, how do, <laughs> and how then does it go from you, Operation High Jump to you know Aryan giants underneath the earth? Well, you know? and let's talk let's talk cinema 
for a minute because in, in, in predictive programming. So we, we're here, we're hearing and seeing all of these things now in, in the age of information. And uh, you look back at the movies, Journey to the Center of the Earth. You're looking at um, even the idea that in the last Godzilla versus uh, what's it called? Um, Kong, Kong, that they had the idea of where that magnetism is in hollow earth. And they literally put the hollow earth theory in full form in the movie. And I'm like, I understand that the whole purpose is to say, ha ha, hollow earth on the big screen. And everybody goes, ah, it's a movie. Yeah, we get it. It's fake. <laughs> and that's the immediate part is that it's like, yeah, they put it in a movie. It's fake. That to me is exactly the purpose of putting it in the movie because it's a oh, movie. We've talked You're about supposed that to go about it's fake. Yeah, exactly. It's so easy, to, so easy to discredit something if it's in a movie. And that seems like it's by design. I, I talked about that a year ago about Men in Black, where it's like they put it out there on purpose so that it's easy to discredit. It's like, no, that's a movie, dude. It's Men in Black. You're stupid. You know. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta call my daughter. Oh, okay. okay. Well, we can get, we can wrap up, dude. I don't. It's late over there. I know. No, nah, it's all good, man. I'll keep. It's up to you guys. You know, we're just shooting the shit and having a good time. But um, yeah, it is getting a little bit late anyway. So uh, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> this has been a weird night, man. I got called out. Remember, like halfway through that video, my wife said there was someone knocking at our door, and then they were gone. So I like was outside looking around and everything. It's been a weird. It's been a weird day. Was there a bag of poo on your porch? There was no flaming poo, thank God. Oh, good. He called the poop shit. Did do you live in an area? Has that ever happened before? Not really, but we're like right on a main street, so there's bound to be weirdos here and there. But it still was just like, what the fuck? So yeah, it's just been kind of a weird night anyway. So you know, we can always (laughs) do this again. You know. But um, but thank you guys for coming on and hanging out for a while. It's been really- oh yeah yeah thank you love it. Always love talking to you. I, uh, we've talked about it. We're always on the same wavelength. Like it doesn't matter what we're talking about. We can just go. Yeah, we don't need like a legit topic or anything like that. We can just we can all uh, plan a trip to Antarctica together. You're definitely on board. Yes, I want to yes. just fly a drone over Antarctica. I'm like now just contemplating all There's of these. There's no ways. way to let <laughs> that happen. I know, but if it gets shot down, that's definitely evidence of like, ooh, something fucky's going on. I well, mean, thing- I won't try to row a boat out there, but. You can't even so the the fishermen that got turned away, they wouldn't have been able to fly a drone up that would have probably lasted long enough to even get to the continent. You know what I mean? Because we only they were have that far them. Away. They, yeah, and they they're only up there for like an hour and then they're dead. So you got to think you probably yeah. got to fly it for like a half an hour and then fly it back. You know, we're not we recharge military funding yet. Where they they'll hand us those in like ten years, right? We'll have those yeah. crazy drones that they were using on like Iraqi civilians. Well, yeah, you guys can just play with these now. <laughs> I was looking up how to build a satellite and how to build the rocket propulsion system to get the satellite up <laughs> so that shit. I can track its frequency. And so, but you could technically put a camera on it. It would just be very expensive. Um, and then to be able to track it, you have to pay for the frequency. Oh, it's of course. very costly. And then like in the millions, you, you know. <laughs> I know. I don't care at that point. Fuck it. We're all going you down at it, that point. Doesn't you matter. heard it here first. Legit Bat is starting their own space program. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be on great. a very, very minimal budget. <laughs> yeah. It's a Kickstarter. Pretty much not you know? gonna happen. 
We're going to make right? a drone out of a lawnmower. It's going to be gas powered. It's going to be crazy. I think <laughs> if we collect enough balloons, we can all build a massive balloon together and put a GoPro on it and see what happens. Can you imagine the military just shoots it all down? It's like a sad birthday party. They're like, pow, pow, fuck your birthday. That would be amazing. <laughs> that sounds like a movie. That'd be worth just it. Like, like I said, I think the like, old, um, like, I think I mentioned it on that show with uh, Alex Stein and, uh, and Ryan from Dangerous World. We, I was saying how you got to send a fake robot penguin to Antarctica to explore. That's how you do it. Just remotely. You know, we'll turn it's that into a we'll just get just get a really good penguin costume and go go down there yourself. You're like, I'm the world's tallest penguin. Actually, I could probably get that. away with it. Don't say it though. I'm I'm a small guy. Yeah. No, I could probably get away with it. I'm down. Somebody send me a good penguin costume and the funds to get down there. Oh shit. There. I'll go check some shit out. Maybe you're gonna get <laughs> shot in the costume. They're gonna, gonna be like, to uh, we need to study fast. it, or it's definitely a person. <laughs> Well, it would have to be an insulated penguin costume. Yeah. Extremely, yeah. I mean, take a a space from with a penguin yeah. costume. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ben looks like he has to go. We should probably get out of here. Sorry. All right, guys. Yeah. Hey, no, it's fine. Hey, you guys have a great night. We'll talk soon. All right, everybody, yeah. go check out Legit Bad if you don't already. All right, have a great night. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Deep Share Podcast. If you want to hear more, then hit that subscribe button. Follow me on all the social places, and remember, think for yourself, but don't always believe what you think. Till next time. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, pacifaria. Enough, I get the point. You have meddled with the primal forces of nature, <laughs> and you will atone. What do we know? What do we know? If I know what we know, then I can tell you what we know, and if someone else knows, okay? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.